0: Mike Fitchard, of course, former player, now an assistant coach to Paulie Hinade, who joins the program. Morning, Mike. Morning, guys. How are you? Very good. Look, speaking of breakers, six minutes into the NBA season, there's the Boston Celtics. We've got our awesome... It's almost like they bought a brand new BMW and then the kids just banged it into the letterbox on the way out. But tell us about that broken leg and could you sympathize with the broken leg of Gordon Haywood of the Celtics?
1: Well, I'm lucky. I I mean, yeah, I can empathize. I'm I'm lucky I can't sympathize. I've I've actually had a hip replacement myself but it wasn't due to a um due to a freak injury like that. I, I managed to stay away from, from watching it. The guys were watching in the office and I wasn't wasn't looking and then I stayed away from it. And then I'm watching the news last night and they put it on without without any uh <laughs> warning to me. So um I was trying to avoid it. Obviously we had a Keel Mitchell with his eyeball yeah. um issue last, last year and man, these these three things happened but I just, you know, I hope he can get back. I don't think he'll be back this season, even though the NBA season's pretty long. But it didn't, yeah, it didn't look good. When things are pointing the wrong way, it's generally, it's generally a bad thing.
0: Mm, I want to know what that was like then. So you, you said you weren't, you weren't watching it, but you heard it in the breakers' office. Was there like a what was the noise like? Were there screams? Was there what? What happened?
1: Oh uh, yeah, Flavio and Hanaro They were in the coach's office watching the game, and yeah, you know, I was in the next office over. Um, you know, one of us had to get some work done, so. Um I could just hear him yelling and I ooing and aring
0: and I kinda knew straight away that
1: um something nasty happened so I stayed out of there.
0: Okay, so what is the the bigger first game disaster though? Is it the Celtics losing Haywood like this? Or is it going into the Bulls there. And the Chicago Bulls are probably going to struggle anyway with the talent they've got. But when you find out that their two power forwards have a fight and the other one punches the other one and puts him in hospital. <laughs> like, like, who's who's got the worst... You know, who had the worst day yesterday? The Celtics or the Bulls? I mean, certainly the Celtics. Unless the guy...
1: Unless Mirotic is... Um, the guy punched him in the leg and his leg broke and he couldn't play for the whole season, then definitely the... Definitely the Celtics. That that injury will mean something in the context of the season. The uh, like you say, the Bulls are the Bulls are pretty rubbish this season. So a little trip to hospital after a, a bit of a frac in practice is probably nothing.
0: How many times would you have rolled your ankle in your career? Oh yeah.
1: oh plenty, plenty. And I was lucky; I, I was reasonably injury free. But you yeah, certainly a few times a season you, you're getting a little tweak here and there.
0: And is, if you're lucky, it... you stay away from a real bad one. What about the mindset of a basketballer coming back, Mike, after a leg injury and having to be confident enough to pivot and turn and jump and land and all of the rest of it? How how big a way back is it when you suffer a major one?
1: Yeah, again, I was lucky I didn't have to deal with it, but guys I've talked to, it does take a significant amount of time um, to have confidence in those jumping actions because um, you know, he was going up for an alley oop, and that's that's part of his game. That's part of all, everyone's game in the NBA. And if he if he's not confident doing that, um, you know, game planning for him is uh, becomes a lot easier.
0: So does he? Uh, you know, you you imagine the end that he's gone for the rest of the year. Do you do you know what they would do as far as rehab and that goes? Because I'd imagine they'd have some of the greatest resources of all time with their budget.
1: Yeah, I don't know specifically for that injury. Thankfully I haven't I haven't we haven't had a player have to deal with that. I know when Steve Adams um he broke his wrist, I believe, in the playoffs and he was in surgery I think he ha- it happened in the first half. He was in surgery before the end of the game. Um and already had it scanned. You know, the facilities the NBA have they got great doctors but uh, you know, they're either a living ambulance straight to the straight to the hospital and they're getting things worked on straight away or a helicopter straight to the hospital, whatever it takes, they're going to get him, um, you know, they'll, they would have had him in surgery last night. And um, I see he's already tweeting this morning saying thank you to everyone for their thoughts and everything. So um, I'm sure he's on the road to recovery already.
0: I, I can hear a young child with, with their hands over their ears saying, please, Dad, stop talking about broken legs.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's something I... Like As a parent, I definitely don't want my daughters to go through something like that.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right, so let's get into it. Uh, Tonight, we've got the Sydney Kings coming to town. Uh, Tell us about the danger of the Sydney Kings. They they look like they've got a fairly high-powered offence if the Illawarra game's anything to go by.
1: Yeah, when they get rolling, Perry Ellis is very difficult to stop. That was his his best game in the NBL um, so far. Obviously, they lost Kevin Lish, which is a, a huge loss, but sometimes... Um, you know, that frees up their other guys just to have confidence. Jason Kadee will probably start now. He'll come come into the game and know that, hey, I've got 20 shots I can take. Um, and Andrew Gaze isn't going to sub me out of the game if I, if I miss a couple because the, the backup isn't necessarily there. So the confidence those guys can have with a bit of a shorter rotation, obviously there's disadvantages, but um, those guys can shoot the ball with a bit of impunity. So... Um, offensively those guys are going to be really tough and, and a very short turnaround um, since playing us last week um, so they know what we do and we know what they do so it'll be a really interesting matchup.
0: Because I mean you know DJ Newbill had, a, had a, mm-hmm. um, a fantastic game I thought uh, the second one there so I mean he's I, I guess that's a good thing for you guys moving forward right he would feel you know does it, does it feel like he's part of the furniture now?
1: For sure for sure he's a confident guy he's great in practice you know uh, he gets into it with guys. And not quite Chicago Bulls level of getting getting into it with guys, but... Um,
0: now that's the boss, you know. isn't it? That's, 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 that's more Boucher's kind of way of doing things.
1: Boucher and Hanaro, yeah, they're, they're setting a tone, but um, no, he, he he's um, settling really well and good things happen when we put the ball in his hand, so, so he'll get plenty of touches, but I mean, we don't, we don't need him to score 20. Well, hopefully we don't need him to score 22 every night. We can um, spread that scoring load across a few different guys. But if it's not him tonight, we're confident it'll be someone that steps up and, and puts some points on the
0: board for us. You're too young to have a hip replacement, Mike.
1: Yeah, yeah. And that's what I thought. <laughs>
0: <laughs> hey, Mike, thank you very much. It is the, uh, the Breakers up against the Sydney Kings there. Four-time champion New Zealand Breakers.